and begin today our musings and meditations on this great psalm. Psalm 41 is a psalm that exalts in God for his mercy. Opening and closing the psalm with a benediction, David doesn't simply recall the fact that God is merciful, but specifies in what ways God visited his servant in great providential kindness. In verses 1 through 3, David begins this psalm with a benediction that calls attention to how blessed is the Lord for giving such careful thought to David's situation. A situation wherein David identifies himself in verse 1 as poor, which means more literally weak or helpless. In other words, David found himself at an extremely low point in his life. He is physically sick, slandered by malicious enemies, surrounded by false friends, and he is even betrayed by someone he considered a very close friend. In addition to these trials is his own distress and guilt over his own sinning against God. But in these first three verses, what David is saying essentially is this. Look at how merciful and kind the Lord has been to me. In the day of trouble, David tells us, God has delivered him. God has protected him. God has kept him alive. He did not give David up to the will of David's enemies. God sustained him on his sickbed and restored him to full health. Verse 3 is most striking in that David is marveling at how careful, how thoughtful God looked after him. David says, the Lord sustains him, David obviously speaking in third person, the Lord sustains him on his sickbed. That can be paraphrased in this way. That the Lord most carefully made David's bed when he was sick. You most carefully make his bed when he is sick. What's the point? The point is, brothers and sisters, every need we have, every need, God meets, God takes care of, even in the smallest matters, matters that we might even consider insignificant. God provides everything his children need in his time, in his way, and always for our 
good. Always. And that is why in Psalm 41, David does not say in these first three verses, God took care of me. No. No, 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 no. He, he says so much more than that. He says, the Lord delivers him. The Lord protects him, keeps him alive. He is called blessed in the land. You do not give him up to the will of his enemies. You sustain him on his sickbed. In his illness, you restore him to full health. The Lord is taking care of every need. Every need. And what is that saying to us about David's faith in the context of Psalm 41? Well, it's saying that obviously David was looking to the Lord and the Lord alone in all these trials and all these afflictions and all these situations. He was not depending on man. He was not putting his trust in what man could do. He was putting his faith in what only God could do. Because only the Lord could meet David where David was in all these trials and bring David through them all. Taking care of him at every point and every turn in all things. And when you think about this, you can't help but to be reminded of another psalm of David's, one that we have referenced many times, and that is Psalm 139, where David says, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You Search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. 
How vast is the sum of them. If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake, and I am still with you. You ever thought about what David is saying there? And those last words and that last comment in verse 18 of Psalm 139, I awake and I am still with you. The Lord will never leave or forsake his people. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter. Do you understand that? It doesn't matter. You could be anywhere in this world. God is there. The Lord is with you, and he is with you, listen, not just in some general way, okay? No, he's with you in the most intricate, in the most intimate way. Every day of your life has already been written in his book. Every day. There's not a day that you will go through in this world that has not already been ordained, already decreed, by God from eternity. So nothing happens by chance. Nothing is even by accident. God is bringing it all to pass. And for his people, it is always for our good. Always for our good. And that, brothers and sisters, is what Psalm 41, verses 1 through 3, is just opening up to us again. It's the same truth again. But we're seeing it spoken, communicated in just a little different way. But it's coming back and reminding us and comforting us as God's people. And what comfort and what encouragement this is for all of us. That in everything, in everything, God is supplying all we need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. We are of such little faith as God's people because we believe the Lord to save us, but how much do we really trust him to take care of us each and every day in everything, in everything. But he cares about everything because he's already ordained it all for his glory, for our good. And that should encourage us most today. Let's pray. Eternal Father, blessed Lord, How awe-inspiring it is to us all as your people when we take careful thought and muse most carefully on what your word reveals to us concerning your great and absolute sovereign will and purpose and plan and how, Lord, there is nothing in all of our life that we encounter, that we face, that we go through, that you are not there, 
that you are not working your righteous, all-wise, all-perfect plan. Not just in meeting every need that we have, Lord, but in but even more as your people making us more into the image of your Son. The true and the ultimate good for which you're bringing all things together in our lives. But Father, we, we do thank you in the light of Psalm 41 that there is no part of our lives that you that you were unaware of and that you were not in control of. You really are taking care of every need we have. And for these things, blessed Father, we give you thanks today. And we pray, Lord, that where perhaps our faith has weakened in this regard to you, that while we trust you wholly for our salvation, yet when it comes to the day-in and day-out affairs of our life, we look far more to the arm of the flesh than the arm of the Lord. And for this, Heavenly Father, we ask your forgiveness. And we pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that you would so increase our faith and increase our trust in you that truly in obedience to your word and by faith we will cast all our cares all our anxieties and worries and fears upon you. That, Lord, we will take with all seriousness that when you command us to be anxious for nothing, to not, to not worry about anything, that we'll take you at your word and realize that the foundation of such a worry-free, anxiety-free life is faith in a holy, sovereign, eternal God who has all our times in his hands and working those times out to our greater good. Father, we thank you for such a refresher of this great truth. A truth, Lord, that generally speaking, we know, we affirm, but clearly it is a truth that we have to be reminded and we have to have our minds renewed by it and according to it on a very regular basis because while the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. And so, Lord, we look to you again, afresh and anew, by faith, for all things, for everything in our lives. We cast on you for the sake and the honor and the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen.